0: The pursuit of God doesn't stop when a believer gets saved. There's so much more to discover about a living and active God who is with us and in us. So if you've ever thought to yourself, there's got to be more than this, well, you are in the right place. Welcome to The More of God, a safe place to explore the more. Today's guest on the podcast is Jenny Randall. Hey, Jenny. Hey, April. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So I looked at your bio. I'm going to read your bio because it's quite impressive. You are a faith-based author, speaker, podcaster, Emmy award-winning editor and founder of Freedom Creatives. That's quite a list. And I was thinking, I had this huge epiphany last night. I thought, if she's an Emmy award winner, then I'm probably like one to two degrees of separation now from Kevin Bacon. And I was like, mind blown. So thank you. So I love to start the podcast. I like to start with kind of just your early life with God. So if you can tell me a little bit how you first met God. Oh
1: yeah. I love this question. Okay. So I was raised going to a Catholic church, you know, on the main holidays and I would do Sunday school and I never, I remember there was this moment I was in Sunday school and the teacher was like, have you ever witnessed a miracle from God? And I was like, no, no. And I go home and I told my mom, I think I was in middle school, I told my mom that question and she's like, are you kidding me? You were born uh, weighing one pound, uh, 12 ounces, oh, wow. and you were a miracle. Like, And it was in that moment that I was like, huh. And I started not- like, caring about God yeah. up until that point. I didn't understand. And then I became a Christian at 18. Okay. So my field hockey coach, which do you know what that sport is? A lot yeah. of people don't. Okay. Yeah. Feel happy coach she invited our team to church and We ended up going to this play, which I'm so, I just love that God did it this way. And after watching the play, my eyes, like during the the play, my eyes were open to Jesus and Mm -hmm. I accepted him into my heart. And I mean, everything changed. I remember walking out of that building and being like so excited that God chose to make the grass green. Like I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Like everything just changed. And from there, I've been on this journey of what does it look like to embrace the bible like fully and authentically and what's the healthy theology behind the holy spirit and how the gifts god gives like impact my life not only my life but within the church and what does that look like
0: yeah i got saved at a church we didn't really talk much about the holy spirit so i had to have kind of that that similar journey of trying to find what does the holy spirit mean how does that work with everything else besides just going to church on, on Sunday. So so when were, were your eyes more open to that kind of stuff to the things of the Holy Spirit?
1: Well, the church I got saved in was a Pentecostal church. So okay. I went from super conservative, <laughs> I don't know what's going on to over the top. Like I don't I don't want to put labels on things, but it was, yeah. it was way more intense than anything I've ever experienced. And because I, because for me, my transformation in faith was so radical because one second I didn't understand. And then all of a sudden I'm telling everybody about Jesus. Cause obviously they must not have heard because who wouldn't say no to Jesus? Like, yeah. so I just speaking in tongues, like Getting slain in the spirit, like all the things I was experiencing, like I was seeing that that happen to people and I just assumed, oh, this is Christianity. this huh. this is what it means. Yeah, but I've seen the Holy Spirit be used to manipulate. Yes, I've seen the Holy Spirit be mistreated and and I've seen the Holy Spirit not be invited into services. Mm-hmm. So
0: it goes both ways. Definitely. One of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast is because I always look for people who have stories about the Holy Spirit, but who aren't weird. So congratulations. (laughs) You made made the cut. (laughs) But God does sometimes do weird things. The Holy Spirit does move in ways that we don't understand. And so sometimes that can seem weird, but loving to talk to people who can talk about it in a normal way. And and I I was drawn to you when you, you do a podcast called Shut the Shit Up and you were praying at the end and you were being led to say specific words for maybe the listeners or, or praying over them and kind of words of knowledge. So if people maybe listening don't understand what a word of knowledge is, like, you know, God put something on your heart for somebody that you wouldn't know by natural means. So can you explain for somebody maybe who's never experienced that, what does that feel like for you? Is it something you see? Is it something you hear? Is it something you feel? Like, how, is, how does that work for you?
1: Oh man, this is a great question, uh, and I let's overanalyze this for days because I want to <laughs> ask it back to you because we've talked offline about this kind of stuff. <laughs> so, words of knowledge for me that that was the first gift that I've felt God developing in my life, mm-hmm. and for me, it would be like, oh, I just know something about somebody. It was just like a knowing, like. Mm-hmm oh, that person's birthday must be in October. Maybe I should ask them. And things kept being correct. And, I'd, and then I started taking the question further and being like, well, God, why, why do we care about this? Like, what, why, why are you highlighting that person? Sometimes it would be, oh, somebody in the room has back pain. Mm-hmm. And then my next question would be like, okay, well, maybe we should pray for healing. And then I'd ask, can we pray for healing over you? And sometimes God would heal that person sometimes we would just cover them with prayer and nothing happened uh, But it was like, okay, what's next with that gift? Why are we highlighting this? And sometimes it was just so the person felt so radically known and seen yes. by a God who loves them.
0: So um, good.
1: So, so, that gifting, so it started as a knowing, I just knew it. Like it was like just a fact that I knew out of nowhere. And I started, I was praying and I'm like, God, it's, it's kind of complicated in my mind because I'm an overanalyzer. So I'd be like, well, why do we care that that person has a son named Bob? Like, why does that matter? Like, Mm how how why am I, maybe I'm just making this up, God. Like, I don't want to be making stuff up. I don't want to like twist the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I started saying, can't you just show me stuff? Like, it seems like it'd be so much easier if you just gave me a vision. Because I would hear people would just know things through a vision. And he started actually showing me things through a vision, almost like it was a daydream. And I remember the first time it happened, I saw this, this might be so crazy. Cause it's still crazy even describing it, but I saw this man, I was at the gym. This is ridiculous. I was at the gym. First of all, who goes to the
0: gym? Okay. Crazy. <laughs> remember, when we, remember when we used to leave our houses? That was crazy too. That was so long what?
1: ago. That was so long ago. <laughs> so let's go way back then at the gym. Working out, I'm on the elliptical and I see this guy a couple rows ahead. And I felt like God was like, I want you to go ask him something. And I was like, I'm busy, like I'm working out. God, obviously. I had to remind wake him. Wake up that. like
0: this. Don't wake up like this. <laughs> gotta work it out.
1: It <laughs> gotta work it out. And I felt like he and I and then I had this vision of that man holding this bowl and it just shattered. And the man was picking up the pieces, trying Mm -hmm. to put things back together. But in the process of picking up the broken pieces, his hands were getting bloody and he was actually getting really hurt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, why are you showing me this? What does that mean? And he's like, I'm going to give you the words to say you need to go talk to him. So then I was like, okay, God, I don't advise doing this, but I was like, all right, God, well, I have 20 minutes left of my workout. So this man is going to need to walk all the way around the gym back to where I'm standing. Cause I'm not going towards him. Cause that's so socially awkward. I'm an <laughs> introvert. So I just started reminding God of all the reasons why I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he was like, okay, Jenny, let's see about that. So I get <laughs> done with the workout and, and I'm like, oh, this guy's gone. Like I'm off the hook. Yeah. I step off the elliptical (laughs) and I turn around and I kid you not, he was right there, right behind me, just staring Mm -hmm. at me. And I was like, this is getting really
0: awkward. (laughs) You're like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I just can't possibly do this. It's just, it's not, must not be God that he's standing (laughs) right behind me. Right. I'm like,
1: you didn't give me enough, God. I can't go on. No. So I was like, yo, yo man. Like, and he just was like, probably trying to figure out. So it was, was natural for,
0: for you, basically. Really natural. So
1: natural. Really natural. I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> um, And I introduced myself and I was like, listen, this is totally crazy and weird, but I've been learning how to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. I feel like he wants me to share something with you do you want to hear it? And without hesitation, he was like, yeah. So I told him, I'm like, I feel like you've been trying to pick up all these broken pieces. And in the process, you're getting really hurt. So rather than saying, I saw a vision, I saw this vision of you with a bolt. Like, you know, I just kind of interpreted it for him. But you weren't weird.
0: You weren't weird. Thank you for not being
1: weird. Yeah. And I didn't fling the word on him. I asked for his permission. I introduced myself because he's a human. I knew his name. His name's Jason. And, uh, so I told him and I, and then I gave, and then I asked, well, does that make sense for you? Cause I don't want to just be flinging around words and not be held accountable to right, it. Right. Right. So he's like, he started crying and he mm. was like, I have multiple sclerosis. It's getting worse and worse and worse. All the doctors gave up on me. So mm. finally I'm coming here to try to fix it, but it's not fixing it. It's getting worse. And we just had a really, really great conversation. And mm. he was able to see like that he was able to see how God loves him, yes. like how the church can fit into this. And I ended up like this radical God moments happening. So I ended up introducing him to the head of the health and wellness guy at the gym. So he got set up for like free coaching. And like, wow. so it was just this really cool turn of events where, although I was getting in the way of the process, God was like, just wait and see. Like I, I got this worked out and <laughs> it was such a fun moment to just step into that. But it all
0: came from that word of knowledge. Yeah. And it's like it it it's like an invitation from God to partner with him to see amazing things happen in the earth. And, and you brought up a good point. Like you started and you were hearing words, but then there was a point where God kind of shifted you from not just knowing things, but going out and doing something with that word. And that can be a very scary <laughs> shift, oh especially like you said, if you're introverts like us, like, oh gosh, <laughs> really? I'm supposed to just walk up to a stranger, even walking up and saying hi can, to a stranger for an introvert is a lot. But what you just described, like when you have that moment where you really connect with somebody with that word, they know they're seen, they know they're loved and that God used you to do that. There is nothing like that. And you kind of overcome that fear. (laughs) Yeah. But for somebody who's never done that, what is something that you do to get yourself just moving forward and start?
1: Oh, great question. I would... Well, I advise everyone to be in a healthy local church, and if you are, and there's space for it in your small group, or like even through navigating the gifts with your pastor or a leader that's over you, kind of just starting that conversation. How do the gifts fit in at the church? And I feel like I might have words of knowledge sometimes, or even a prophetic gifting of encouragement, which that's a whole different topic. But um, (laughs) how can that be used here? and, And can I? Is it a safe place to try it out? I think having that conversation is really helpful. And then if you're in a small group and you're praying and you feel like there's a word you can safely say it, and I think asking for feedback and being being humble about mm-hmm. it too. If you miss it, like that's just as that's a big part of the process as well.
0: Have you ever what heard somebody be like, "Is your name Sarah?" And they're like, "Nope." And then they're like, "Do you know a Sarah? Have you heard the name Sarah Sarah before? Have you, have you ever seen it written somewhere? Like, <laughs> have I you ever read mean... the Bible and heard about that lady Sarah? <laughs> like, let's try to make it fit. But you're right. Just just say, I hate, you know what? I hate I when we make wrong. it
1: fit. Yes. yes,
0: like I, we I don't got have wrong. to make That's it okay. fit. Yeah,
1: I was speaking at a church conference and I gave a word and I could see the person trying to make it fit. Yes, and I was like, "Listen, we're not going to make this fit. Like, yes. it's not for you. It's for somebody else." And then somebody else later was like, "That word was totally for me." Yeah, and I think we run into issues when we try to force a word on somebody when it's yes. just not for them.
0: Yes, and yeah. and when you realize even if you get it wrong, and we all have stories where we got it wrong yes. and it felt kind of. Like it's, like, it's not the best feeling, but you didn't die. And sometimes die. God even can, can turn that around. Like I've heard stories where people, they went with the wrong word. Hey, I'm trying to hear God's voice. Here's the word. It wasn't right. And then the person said, oh, but you're trying to hear God's voice. That's cool. Can you teach me more about that? And got saved yeah. through a wrong word. So God can use yeah. anything when we're willing to, to step out. Yeah. So, another question I have for you. You're writing a book called Getting to Know God's Voice that's coming out in mm-hmm. a few months. Why did you want to write that book?
1: Kind of what we already touched on. There there's extremes to operating in the Holy Spirit and there's lulls. So, I kind of wanted to write a book that was had healthy boundaries in what it looks like to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and understanding how he works in us and through us and that the Holy Spirit's a he, not an it. And (laughs) I wanted to create that resource to be kind of a middle ground for both sides of, I don't know what word to use, but both sides of Christianity where they can experience the Holy Spirit fully and authentically without being weird Mm -hmm. and without ignoring him, I guess is what. So so that's why I
0: wrote this. Yeah, I think sometimes it like you said if there's been abuse or whatever people will throw out the whole thing just to ha- not, you know, have the risk of that. So it's good to have good teaching on it when you're when you're talking about it. And one of the questions people ask all the time is is this just for special people who hear God's voice or is this for everybody? So how would you answer that question?
1: Wow, I would say if you're a believer you can hear God. Uh, God opens our eyes to even know him. So if you're not a believer, you can still hear God. Um, I think in the book, I talk about the different ways we hear him. Foundationally, we hear him through having a relationship with Jesus. And then from that, the Holy Spirit indwells in us instantly. The second we become a Christian, the Holy Spirit's in us. And um, when we start to understand that and embrace him, we begin to learn how to hear him in greater ways, whether it's through our giftings, which we've touched on—words of knowledge, prophecy, even discernment—different ways like that, or Holy Spirit's operating in us, whether it's conviction, bringing us joy or peace. Um, so I think we can we can hear God. Sometimes it's this big dramatic moment, like for me, that gym moment felt really dramatic. Other times it's just that still small voice of oh text that person. And then you're just like, Hey, and they're like, Oh my gosh, I just needed somebody to notice me today. You know, like, and then it's like, Oh, okay. Well that, that seems simple.
0: Yeah. And, and that's a good point too. A lot of times we do think it's going to be this like, you know, uh, lightning bolt from heaven moment, but it can be those really small, just inclinations just to try something and, and just to step out in that moment. So that's a good point. Is there anything else about the Holy Spirit that comes to mind that you would love to share with listeners, either just about your relationship with him, your, your, um, the way that you see him, his personality, anything else that you'd like to share?
1: I, I want to hear from you because uh, from me. I know we've shared Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, we've messaged through Instagram kind of talking about this topic. But do you, I'm not trying to flip the switch, but I also have. <laughs> do, do you have any stories? That like were prom- profoundly impactful in regards to hearing God's voice.
0: I did. I, I had multiple ones that were different, impactful for different reasons. I think the very first one was, it was kind of like years where God threw me a low ball where I just needed a win, you know? So <laughs> I felt like somebody had, had pain. They were limping in front of me. So it was pretty clear they probably did. And I was supposed to pray for them. And I kept saying, well, I don't know. They're not by me. And they kept coming near and near. And finally they <laughs> walked across my path, looked me directly in the eye and said, Lord Jesus, my foot hurts <laughs> so bad. And I thought, okay, I can't escape this. now. Wait, where was this? That was at a grocery store. And and I, and I was just, I kept giving excuses, throwing out fleeces. He met every fleece and she literally looked me in the eye and said, Lord Jesus. And I know, I believe for real, that might've been an angel just being like, let's just throw her this lowest ball possible (laughs) to get her started. But probably the most impactful one I, um, I went to get like a facial at a at a place I had never been to before, and right before I pulled up, this this truck pulled up and it had a key, an antique key on the side of it, and God has used that picture to speak to me multiple times. So I I felt like, are you doing something? Mm -hmm. So I went in for my facial, and the whole hour the lady was working on me. I thought she was a Christian but God just kind of was giving me all these things. And I thought, I think this is for her, but it was literally an hour of, and I, and I'm usually not like that. Usually it's a small thing an inclination, that kind of stuff, but it was literally a download. And when we got done, it came out and I said, Hey, is it okay if I ask you a question? And she's like, Oh, I love answering skincare questions. And so, well, this Mm -hmm. one's not about skincare and she said, Oh, I think you're about to make me cry. (laughs) And I said, I'm a Christian. Kind of like you said, I'm a Christian. I'm trying to hear God's voice. I felt like he gave me a word. And she said, well, now I know you're going to make me cry. I'm a Christian too. And he gave me this word about her childhood and then how she was feeling Mm -hmm. now and all these things that she had been going through. And she was sobbing and I was sobbing, watching her sob and all the cream she had put on my face was like smeared in, my eye, smeared in my eyes and we're standing in the middle of the salon just weeping. And then she says, can you, can you wait a minute? So she calls her husband and her husband drives down there. She said, tell him what you just told me. So I told him and he starts crying and we end up grabbing hands in the middle of a salon and praying and just thanking Jesus. And we had church in the middle of a facial <laughs> it was just crazy that is
1: great like that is the holy that is God using you like that is the moments when it's like heaven's invading earth right here right now and to be willing vessels to step into that
0: like oh come on man I mean I could have flown out of that building I could have flown all the way home it was the most amazing so yeah but on top of that then the next day I try again and it's like hey is this true nope okay well bye (laughs) I tried (laughs) I didn't die it's okay (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And I know we gave a couple examples of being outside the church and it also like, if you have a church that functions with those giftings, it's right. really cool to see how God operates through the service and things like that.
0: Yeah. Are you at a church? Like I think that?
1: they should be, they should be in both places. When I was in New York, I was, mm-hmm. and it was to the point where I could just, eye the pastor, like during worship and he'd be like, here you go. Like <laughs> hand me the mic or sometimes, I mean, I would have to run the, the words by him and he would say yes or no, but getting into that rhythm of it was, was really special for me to have somebody affirm those giftings. Like yeah. it was really, it really helped take that gifting to the next level because they were, they were like stewarding it
0: alongside me and it was really fun. That's cool. Awesome. Well, I would love for us to close with you just praying for the listeners about hearing God's voice. Oh, wow. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) God, I just lift up everybody listening uh, right now. And I just pray, um, first of all, Lord, we thank you for this time. And I just pray over the listeners that they just have a hunger and a thirst to get to know you more, Lord. I pray just Holy Spirit that you just empower them right now as they listen to hunger and thirst for you to establish the giftings that you've placed on their lives. May they they hunger to learn more about that. And may you just, um, I feel like somebody specifically listening has been wondering if they have the gift of prophecy. And I just want to affirm if that is you, yes, and amen, you do. And I see God using you that, using that gifting on your life within Bible studies in small groups. So I want to encourage you to try it out. And Lord, I just thank you how you're moving through this podcast. We love you.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the More of God podcast. If you want to learn a little bit more about the Holy Spirit and the way he's working in our world today, I'd love for you to check out my website. It's www.themoreofgod.org. And if you've got a great story about the Holy Spirit and how he's worked in your life, I would love to hear it. Please go to the website contact form and drop me a little bit about what's happened in your life. And I'd love to feature you on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Thanks so much.